Welcome back to the Fourth Liners podcast. I'm Bryce, and I'm here with Jake, and we've got a fair bit of stuff to talk about just coming out of the All-Star Weekend. What what what'd you think of the All-Star Weekend? Uh, honestly, I didn't really watch it, uh, just because it's it's been the same thing every kind of year. But fair it, enough. I I watched like obviously everything on social media, but I I didn't go out of my way to watch it like on TV. I just don't think I'd be interested enough to watch it for that long. But um, I heard it was a good experience, but um, it was very Justin Bieber themed, <laughs> if Dude. you couldn't tell. Like Michael my, Buble on mushrooms. Honestly, that was apparently apparently he was lying. He was just joking. Oh, but dude, he was. I hope something. He, I hope he wasn't. Because that was, oh shit! My mic just fell. But I hope. I hope. I hope he wasn't. I mean, I hope he was because that was hilarious. And, uh, and if he was joking, he pulled it off pretty well. Well, <laughs> he was acting so funny, like at the press yeah. conference, like he was just like yapping. And it's like, what are you on? And then he just comes out of nowhere with the mushrooms comment. And I'm like, I think, what the? I think he just he's like, I, I just talk a lot when I'm anxious. <laughs> I just don't know what I'm saying I don't know. sometimes. I don't know, man. So funny. Yeah. yeah. Very Justin Bieber themed, man. A little bit too much Justin Bieber, honestly. Well, apparently the prices of like the, the apparel there were like one hundred and thirty dollars for a long sleeve T-shirt. I'm not uh, surprised. It's just like too much. You know what I mean? For an all-star. I'm event? not at all. I'm not at all surprised by that. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, mean, it's Toronto, man. They can they can charge that. They couldn't charge that in, I don't know, San Arizona. Jose. But yeah, yeah they, they can charge that in in Toronto. Well, okay. yeah, I watched a little bit of the draft. I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, the, the draft. I mean, it like it was cool how they did it. I mean, like it, it, there were some moments where were a little cringy, but obviously that's going to happen. I feel right. Like. When, yeah. when you have a live draft or whatever, some things are just like you're going to hear some things on the hot mics that everyone had on. Um, but it was cool how they had a celebrity co-captain. I kind of like that little twist to it. And, you know, it kind of just shows how much Toronto is, is kind of a desired destination at the end of the day. It is. And it's a really good market for selling. And it's a very cultural city. And I think it was kind of perfect to put an all-star game in Toronto because I think a lot of people were pr- probably pretty excited when they heard there was an all-star game in Toronto, right? Like there is a lot of hockey fans here. It's a hockey city. It really is. Toronto is. And um, then that all the, the fact that all the stars were there and how many five or six Maple Leafs were there too. It's pretty cool. So, I mean, that's something that fans probably thought they couldn't miss. So it, it, I mean, I, I, I could see, I could see what you're yeah. saying. Like yeah. with, with the all-star yeah. game being in Toronto, it's like, it's definitely like, you know, a little bit more like spectacle. Yes. Yeah. Just because of how like, you know, how influential Toronto is not only in Canada, but in but in hockey. And so I can yeah. see why maybe a lot of celebrities turned up for it. But yeah, at the end of the day, man, I think. Uh, well, they were I all found, Canadian, right? They were all Canadian. Yeah, they were the co-captains. Were. Yeah. I found, uh, I don't know. I, I think it was. One thing that kind of like I didn't like so much was like with the skills competition, like all the players weren't involved. It's like the most fun part, I think, about All-Star Weekend is the skills competition, just seeing like all of the players on the ice hanging out. But they did that thing where like they like voted in who was participating. It's like it's way better when everybody's participating. I don't know. Yeah. And that's that's what I go back to with the draft, even like. You know how like they used to do it when it was like just East versus West and like Phil Castle was picked last, Ovechkin was picked last. You know those drafts? Yeah. Yeah, those are the ones I enjoyed watching as a kid, I remember, because I just thought 
very entertaining. It, it's like an actual draft, right? It was like an actual draft. They give them the jersey. It's kind of it was kind of cool. They all sit on each side of it, but this was just very. I don't know. It, they tried to they tried to bring back the draft, but it wasn't the same aspect of it. And then even like, just like a. How they you're right, how they do the skills competitions. They're trying to change it so much that I think it's too much. But next year they're not even doing an all-star game. So Yeah, it's gonna be an international tournament. Yeah, so maybe they're seeing that response from the crowd and response from um hockey fans that let's see something different, let's see something more exciting. And I honestly love international play, and I'm pretty sure a lot of the players are excited for that too. Well, they're going back the to the Olympics too, right? Yeah, so that's a lot, a lot of international play for them. That's another big announcement too. But uh, Bryce, did did you see that? Uh, I sent you that comment. I I commented on Sportsnet's page uh, <laughs> that when Bieber took a picture with McDavid, they were talking after saying uh, Justin was saying to McDavid, "Oh, come to Toronto, man." And then it, it has like 500 likes right now, which is kind of insane. It kind of blew up a little bit. I'm so sure everyone, Oilers fans are triggered everywhere. Oh man. No, some people were saying, someone said uh, they should have had like an Edmonton uh, celebrity. And then someone's like, who's who from Edmonton is, is famous except him? <laughs> you know? he's, yeah, I think he's I like, I've, I think he's the famous person there. <laughs> Oilers fans are pretty easy to trigger, just like Leaf fans, yeah. just like oh. Leaf fans. I mean, oh, like yeah. it's so it's, it's so easy to. If you want to get an Oilers fan angry, you, you know, just say McDavid's going to leave. If you want to get a Leafs fan angry, say that Matthews is going to leave. Hey, if you want to get a Canucks fan angry, say that Patterson's going to leave. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah. man, hey, we're Canadian uh, players, Canadian uh, hockey fans are so like defensive and so easily bothered. <laughs> by, hey, by other people's we're two of them comments. we're two of them right here we're two i of try them. not to get bothered i try, I try not, not to, get to too but bad. i think i think it's human i think it's just human and then yeah you know, i mean you I, like i don't know if i if, if i heard i i was at work one time and a and a client came in and he what did he say to me he was basically like theorizing and this is like a couple years ago mm. or not a couple years ago a year ago he was theorizing that the leafs were going to trade for demco Oh my god! And I, it, it, I was like, I was like, what? Like, <laughs> what? Like, and you I know, I felt would... a little bit, I felt a little bit triggered by that. I was like, okay. I don't think that's even been a discussion, has it? Go no, it's, it was, it was his theory. Yeah. And I mean, I, I know him; he's a pretty nice guy. But like, you know, it's just like, you know, that's no, a Leaf I get fan it. Thing, right? I get it. Yeah. No, it's when just, I hear it's just a Leaf. When I hear something, honestly, it's like a hockey thing for me. If I hear someone say something (laughs) like like a fact, that's not right. I have to kind of tell them the right fact about the hockey. You know what I mean? It's just like or about the leaves or something like that. You know what I mean? But not too specific. But anyways, yeah. So the All-Star game was pretty good. Team Matthews ended up winning, right? Yeah, they did. Honestly, it's pretty perfect. I don't know if they won money. I think they won money. Was it a million or a hundred thousand? I don't know. Whatever it was. Something. Um, I'm pretty sure Matthews will just donate it to charity and everything like that. Uh, Matthews was pretty good. I, I saw a lot of clips of him, you know, surprising kids for their birthday, you know, just making it a good experience for them. And uh, he, they, you know what? The Leafs that were there really embraced it. And I think they loved it too. I think, you know, as much as we don't think the NHL players like it, but if, to be in your home town where you play and you're, and you're there as an all-star, it's kind of a special moment for them, really, I think. Yeah. It's it's an opportunity yeah. for them to like, you know, I'm proud. This is where we're hosting the all-star game. This is where 
this is our home, this is our barn, right? Like, you're welcome, you know, this well, is awesome well, for our fans. Well, was it? Well, I mean, like, I don't know, man, six Canucks at the All-Star game. It was kind of the Canucks barn. Man, eh, just talk to me when, they, when they're when they out of the first round. <laughs> I just kidding. I don't know. I think what? I think they have. I, I, I just think they're. I I think they're gonna have a pretty good a uh, pretty good run in the playoffs. Oh, actually, God, dude, dude, well, six Canucks at the All Star game. Five voted in, and then and then we'll get to the trade later. Yeah, the yeah. Last home. Yeah, five yeah. plus one new Canuck, and plus the coach, man. Eight Canucks representatives, and they all got on to Team Hughes except for uh, Lindholm. Hey, what team won? But, uh, team Matthews. Team Matthews. Yeah, they did. Always, man. Always. You should join, well, Bryce. Not, not all. Join what? The, the Leaf fandom. I'd rather die. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. Oh, God. Day, okay. We should, get in, we, should, we should get into the seriously not fun, not cool topic of uh, yeah, yeah. the World Junior allegations uh, yeah. from 2018. Some pretty big news has dropped since, uh, well, some pretty big things have happened since our last episode. Um, it all started out. Uh, with a bunch of players taking a leave of absence from their teams, and that's when the speculation began that these were the five players that were going to be criminally charged with um, pretty heinous crime. Um, and those players were Dylan Dubé, Cal Foot, Michael McLeod, Carter Hart, and Alex Formentin, who was playing in the Swiss League at the time. So they've all now been formally charged, I believe, Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, just what's your, what's your take on the whole thing? It's a, I mean, it's crazy. It's taken so long to kind of now this is where they're telling, you know what I mean? They're dealing with it now. And it just to, to think that the case was dismissed, but then reopened up. So there, obviously there was a piece of evidence that was concerning to them that they had to reopen the I case. I think a player came forward. I think somebody came forward. The guild got to them maybe? Or, or I think a, I well, yeah, well, I think teammate. a player who maybe wasn't as I think a player was well, you've heard the rumors, evolved. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've heard the rumors about Pizza Guy? No, I haven't actually. Okay, so there's rumors that um a player had gone up to the room where it was happening uh, to get pizza and he walked in on it happening. And it made him really uncomfortable. Mm. And so he he left. Mm. And I believe he might be a pretty key source of information for the investigation. And there's rumors that it's Drake Batherson. Really? Um, yeah. So I mean, maybe you never know. You never know. The case the case got reopened. And, you know, I think I think maybe, you know, some players who were witnesses to it or whatever came forward and and that's what gave the police enough information to be able to charge the five um yeah a reading a reading about what happened it's it's like disgusting and it's yeah like it's like you can't even repeat what happens so. no i don't want to repeat any yeah, of it but yeah. but basically like and you know before i get into this too i'm a big proponent of innocent before proven mm-hmm. guilty um but something something foul happened there something mm. foul happened there and it's clear that, you know, with the initial police report fi- filed by the victim back in 2018, just after it happened, she did not wait this long to file it. She filed it immediately, but mm-hmm. the, there wasn't enough evidence at the time. That's why the case was reopened. And also, um, like, I mean, she was going to do it ev- uh, like originally. And then she was being text that there's text being sent to her saying not to. 
So, I mean, it, yeah. it, it, there obviously something has had to happen, but you know what? I, it's something that we don't need to get into, I don't think, like as a podcast, like of what actually happened. I just think. No. We, we cut, like you said, let's just wait till the end of the case and see what happens. I know it's going to take a few years. We'll definitely update you guys, but something we can do about it. And, and it's a terrible situation. It's I sad just, for everybody, man. I just hope it, you know, I don't know if I can hope of anything, but I hope the, the victim, whoever it was, can be okay with life again because it's very traumatic. And, you know, if these guys aren't, you know, guilty, they won't be guilty. You know what I mean? That's how it will be. They're not guilty. They won't be. But it's up to the legal system. And you know how the legal system is. So it takes a long, long has time to get things settled. And it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. But but uh, it, it's a very sensitive case because, like, you know, just it's, it's something that you don't want to happen ever. And you don't even want to think about it. You know what I mean? And it's a reflection. It's a reflection of of like, OK, there's like all of the things you like. Do you remember when Daniel Carcillo like broke all of the info, like all of the information on like the hazing experience in minor yep. hockey and all that? Yeah. Like this. And like, you, I swear to God, every month now you hear a new accusation about some mm-hmm. disgusting shit that happened in the minor league system. Mm-hmm. So this is a reflection of of that culture and behavior. It's, you know, because. The, some of the stuff that these kids are are are, are being made to done made to do and yeah. making others do is twisting their brains into thinking that actions like this are okay, okay. yeah and, and then right. on top you're of right. that on top of that you know playing being a high high profile minor hockey player mm-hmm. in Canada whether that's major junior or whatever um you know you definitely get a god complex. Because you're growing up, and a lot of these guys are from small towns, so you're growing up, and everybody in your community worships you because you're destined for the NHL, and you in your brain think you're untouchable, and you can do whatever you want, and you can treat women however you want, and it is definitely a poor reflection on the culture in minor league hockey, especially in Canada. I'm not sure if it really happens in the States. I'm sure it does, but Uh, it's just... It probably happens everywhere. Well... It's, you know it's just I mean. coming to a head here, man. And like, you know, I don't know. Like, I've read a bunch of different stories and stuff like that on on Reddit and stuff like that from guys yeah. who played triple A, um, junior A and, and major junior. Right. And like some of the stuff is like disgusting. Dude, I remember and, from when I was a like like in elementary school, like the triple A teams, like they would be into shit like this all the time. And we're in elementary school, which it starts young. Right. Like you see, even at that age, I was like, holy crap, what is happening? Right. Like it's kind of ridiculous. And and even the fact that, you know what, we were paying for that fee for Team Canada, like minor hockey players were probably paying for that fee for Team Canada to, to for them to be defended in in court. In case oh, yeah, these that's, things that's happen. a whole other thing. Is yeah. The finances of it all. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's just. Um, well, they're now investigating oh, the 2003 team, right? And apparently, it's it's even worse. It's even worse. Bullshit's happened everywhere, man. Like you just, they they're, it's um people are are constantly asking like, oh, how could these guys do this? How could these guys Mm -hmm. think it's okay to do this? And this is exactly why they think it's okay to do this because because of lack of supervision from coaching staffs and allowing, you know, 
yep. disgusting acts to be committed on these junior teams to each, like they're doing it to each other. Yeah. And then, yep. so, you know, then they, you're, they, you're, they, forms they get a culture. and then they, exactly. It forms a culture and then, and then they, they project that culture outwards on the people around them. And, you know, like, yeah. you know, this, this girl, unfortunately got, you know, was it's in the way it. of that. Yeah. Yeah. Got sucked into it. And so, yeah, I mean, like, dude, I've always been super, like, not defensive of players and stuff like that, but I've always been the type of guy where just it's give like, them a their player, voice, <clears throat> kind of, still, pardon me, give them a voice, still, just, you know, you yeah, can't, like, you can't take away someone's in, until they're <clears throat> proven guilty, you know what I mean? Like, actually, it's like guilty. all that stuff with like Evander Kane and stuff like that. I was super defensive of Evander Kane because yeah. I could see that, you know, his wife was a psycho. You know, I was yeah, super that defensive. Was, did you did you see that she's recently she yes. recently got kicked she's out? out of her she, mind. She broke the restraining order and showed up to one of his games and was posting about she, him. She's psychotic. But you know, I, I was super defensive of Evander Kane in that situation, right? Like I've always been the, the, the uh, of the mindset that these guys mm-hmm. are um, a lot of hockey players or a lot of you know men in general. Mm-hmm. are vulnerable to these kinds of accusations now because it's so easy. If you if you cross paths with somebody like Evander Kane's wife, she can obviously completely smear your image, even if it's not true, right? I, yeah. So it's just, <clears throat> I've always been like very like apprehensive to like quickly label people, um, yeah. you know, based on accusations. But with this case, man, all fingers are pointing it to being, pointing to to some pretty foul shit occurring. So, yeah, yeah I'm, and, I'm not defensive of them in this case. I mean, like, I'm all for the, the due process of the legal system. Yeah, um, I believe in that. But, you know, I'm I, I'm not defending these guys at all. Like that no. is I, yeah. I've it's, read. Too it's much. What I, yeah, it, that's <clears> the thing. Like, it's a tough situation. It's hard to you don't want to say the wrong thing. That's just what. No, that's, that's basically what no. it is. But I mean, you know like, I, mean? I don't even think I would. Like, I'm no, like, you know what? You know, You're right. And I'm a lot of people are saying, a lot of people are saying, proven to, uh, pro- what, what did you say? Guilty, guilty to put proven in, innocent, right? And like, that's that's <clears throat> for everything. Really, it is. It, it is, is for because, everything. And like, I, I still stand by that. Like, like yeah. I, I still stand by innocent before proven guilty. But I'm saying right now that this case is not looking good. It's not. No, 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 not at all for McLeod, Foot, Hart, and Dubé and Formington. It's not looking good. Like it's not looking good. It's it's you know, and they they probably know. I mean, and the fact that they're pleading not guilty is just another legal thing that they have to do. It's literally by the book. Well, of course, they're going to plead not guilty. It's I by know. the book. It's literally. I mean, there's even probably, if they are, there's probably a a, a a scale to the amount of guilt between the five of them. Like I'm sure, mm-hmm. I'm sure maybe a couple of them are a little bit less guilty than th- you know the other ones, right? Well, like yeah. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure that that a couple of them are probably, you know, what the main perpetrators. What stood out to me was, I mean, Dubé said he's going out for his mental health. And he was the only guy that said that. Yeah, I have no idea what was going on there with that release. Like, I don't know why they would say that if it wasn't true, which is kind of maybe they didn't know. But like, I doubt. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to see their faces and just look at them and to see, yeah, those are terrible people. It's hard to do that, right? Because we see them as they were all pretty promising players in the NHL. All of them. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Cal Foot, I mean, not that it matters, but like mm-hmm. Cal Foot, you know, I think is what I don't think Cal well, Foot it, was ever going to really make it. 
his dad. His dad is Adam Foote. He's the coach coach for the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah. You know he's from Whippy? Um, is he, he lived he lived here at least? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But 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 you know, like obviously the player with the highest profile is Carter Hart. Um mm-hmm. and you know That's now Philly's got him. He, right. And you know, he was finally having a decent season after years of um failing, right? And well, do, you know what? Here's a question. I wonder if this there's something on his I thought mind. Of. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, do you think maybe like Carter Hart's been so um, out of it because of this? Yeah, probably. Like so inconsistent because of you know guilt. Maybe this has been on his mind for it would be a for long me. time. It would be for me. This would drive me insane. I I know me. I mean dealing with like anything is like you know kind of hard right like and i can't imagine this like dealing with it but even but if you did do this thing you have to deal with that guilt that's something you oh, have yeah. to deal with but right? maybe for his whole career man he's had this on you know in his the back, back of his mind the whole time yeah, yeah. He's, like yeah. maybe you know he's like fuck dude like if i was a police sh- investigation yeah i mean who knows know, they, like they all could be saying i was a stupid kid i didn't know what the hell i was i mean it's still not an excuse but you know, they could be feeling that way. Like, why the hell did I do that? I've tried to rationalize that thought in my head. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, right? this was this was like, you know, but six they years did kind of know. Right? They did kind of know what they were doing. But but I, I've still tried to ration. I've still tried to have that thought in my head. Like, mm-hmm. you know, all oh, these, you know, they're not the same people they used to be. You know, they were stupid, immature kids. But at the end of the day, man, they were adults and they made the yeah. choice they did. Right. You know, You're right. It doesn't absolve you, right? Like, Mm. I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, like any of these guys are modern day assaulters because they're, you know, they're probably not. But Mm -hmm. they made that decision in 2018 to do what they did or to, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what? You know, it's kind of selfish too. like not and like the fact that not to disregard anything to the, the the victim or anything like that but they were they were they could have been role models to people right and well they are absolutely man you know what people die for that opportunity in life and you just you ruined it by doing something terrible to someone like that's crazy right? i'm sure they all regret it i'm sure i'm sure they all fucking regret it so much and like i said doesn't absolve them of anything but like if i was one of them which i would never be but yeah. every day I would think to myself, why the fuck did I do that? Yeah, exactly. So, but I mean, we can only let, let, uh, let the police handle it and see what happens. But, uh, we can move on from the, I think the trial is what? 2026. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be going on for a while. We might hear more information, but as the years go on, but I don't know. Careers are done. That's, that sucks. Yeah. That, yeah you know, I mean, they, like, they have a criminal record now, man. And apparently, waste, dude. Cal Foot is the only one that has a dual citizenship. So he he, I think he's still maybe allowed to go back and forth, but they're not allowed to cross the border. So Carter Hart is not allowed going back to Philadelphia. I mean, Dubai can't cross True. the border. I didn't even I didn't even yeah. think of that. Yeah, and then and McLeod can't cross the border, but Cal Foot I think can because he's oh. a his dual dual citizenship. Well, there's been players before though that have been charged with things like um this is I, like I Danny, think this he- is a high Danny Heatley got D- true. I mean Danny Heatley got like a DUI and didn't he get manslaughter? I don't think he ever did. He didn't uh, get manslaughter? Well, he kept playing like if he got manslaughter. Yeah, I know. J- like- Jared Stoll, Jared Stoll got caught um 
doping with drugs going yeah. across um, the border. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Did he play after that? I don't even know. Well, I feel like drugs are like, like if an athlete gets into drugs, it's not the same severity. Well, it's cl- it, but if when you're taking it across a border, though, it's classified as smuggling. Yeah, that's which true. Is a big no, no. That's true. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what the the rules are of all that. Like, let me see. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I just thought that was. I saw that on Twitter actually, and I, I thought it was interesting. Just because they have a criminal record. Oh, never mind. He, he wasn't. He he wasn't going across the border. He he was caught at a hotel in Las Vegas. He oh. got two misdemeanors. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that happens in Vegas every day. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, that's, they they ruined their careers. <laughs> it's basically that. That's it, right? Oh, so, it's done. It's done. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I I do want to mention. Uh, I this just happened. Kuznetsov is uh, he's he's going to the player assistance program, um, yep. and you see, I've been noticing a lot of players going to the assistance program. You know what I mean? I've been noticing yeah. like and and I I did I I made a tweet about this because I said I don't like seeing people suffer, but it's nice to know that they're using these resources now and they're feeling they have a place to have use these resources and to reach out. Right, you're seeing it more and more happen. I think, and, I think because the stigma is decreasing. It is. It is, and you know what? And a lot of hockey players, I think, deal with a lot of stuff, right? And you know what I mean? Like they, they take a lot of well, physical. Considering pain. what we just talked about, man. Yes, considering man. what we just talked about, you know, some some of them went through horrible things through. Yeah, know, like think about think about yeah, exactly. Think about a guy that saw it but didn't want to see that happen. You know what I mean? Or was forced to do it. Yeah. That's right. In initiation, which is a little fucked up, but yeah. Like, but you know, hockey players, you know, between the, the wear and tear on the body, all sorts of concussion symptoms, right? Guys mm-hmm. like Daniel Crisillo. CTE you know, probably, the, man. CTE, the, you know, the, the BS they had to endure going up through minor league hockey in a, in a toxic, I mean, hockey is, the hockey culture is toxic. There's no way around that. Like, it naturally just is, and I mean, I'm sure it's mentally fatiguing on some guys. And then it's like any young male athlete, right? You're you're all of a sudden you're thrusted into stardom. You have more money than you know what to do with. So, something else too um, is I've said it before, but like I, you know, for everything that the, that the NHL does wrong, I really mm. think they ha- they do the player assistance program right. Yeah, because it seems like to have a lot of success. You know what I mean. It seems uh, like yeah, we 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 talked about it before, where it's yeah. like other other leagues will sup- just suspend mm-hmm. players for eighty games if they get caught with substance or something like that, right? Yep. And you know but what? The NHL is more of like an open book thing. It's like get help if you need it. I saw this the other day. Like the thing is, like exactly what you're saying there. It's not the substance that is the problem. There's a root cause to that substance. The substance is basically just a symptom of what you're experiencing, basically. Because you're not going to take that substance just to take it. You're probably dealing with something. You know what I mean? So, yeah. or in, in certain cases, you know what I mean? But most of the time, that's what's why people are doing that. So if you're opening up that place for them to get better, they're going to get better. But if you're going to like suspend them or charge them or whatever, man, they're not going to get better. They're going to suffer even more and then do more bad yep. things and more drugs. It's just a cycle. It's how it works. So good for Kuznetsov for reaching out. I mean... Seems like yeah, he's a good guy, but uh, 
hopefully he can get the, the care that he needs. He got caught. He got caught in, in a hotel room with, um, yeah, that's cocaine. right. Yeah. yeah. You know, so substance abuse has been something that's, that's happened with him before. I wouldn't be surprised if it was more of that. Well, yeah, I mean, you know what? He's probably has a little bit of a, you know, that's his, um, addiction or something, you know, you never know. Awesome. You never know. I mean, it's, it's crazy, but yeah. Um, also, I mean, there's a lot, she's starting off with a bunch of bad things, but, um, Lanny McDonald is recovering from a cardiac, car, cardiac event. Um, happened recently, happened at 1 PM today. Um, hopefully he gets better cause I love Lanny McDonald. I think he's one of the best, one of the best mustache mustaches ever to be in the league. So, um, Bro. but yeah, uh, another, another, um, big news, but I mean, it's not sad news. It's uh Pauly RV signs a two year deal with the, the penguins, which is a below league minimum, um, AVV. But I think this is a great signing. Honestly, like it gives him another opportunity to kind of show what he still has. And you know what? Pittsburgh is not in the best position, I would say. Oh, but they're poop. They are poop. But you know what? Why not try anything? Just try anything. I mean, do you think do you think Gensel gets traded? <coughs> I think he does. I don't think he wants to stay. Do you think he does? Because they offered him an extension and he rejected it. So I think he's gone. I think Gensel knows the status of this team. I think the Pittsburgh Penguins, sad to say, I love the Pittsburgh Penguins and their core. But the more they hold on to that core, the more they dig themselves in a hole where they're not going to have any prospects because they're not going to have any draft picks. I mean, so, Crosby's still a 100-point guy, though. I mean, like, how is. can you how he, can you rebuild with with you know an essentially still prime Crosby? Yeah, I know it's just it's just an awkward. Maybe stage. not prime, but like you know, elite Crosby. Well, he's still like, he's he, still I, a I, great he's player. He's still going to be good. He's still going to be a great player for three or four more years, man. Yeah, exactly. And his, I don't know his style I, of play is is long lasting. You know, he's it's his game isn't speed. Well, you look at like the penguins uh prospect core is it that great i don't think so no no not at all they have to keep you know patching it together right i mean that's what they did with is it worth it though and i'm i i don't think so man like i know i love i love i don't i love that trio i always want to see that trio together but it i don't know if that's how it's going to be. The problem is, is they're slowing down. The, the problem is, is two, two of them are slowing down like a lot compared to Crosby. Like Malkin's like still playing okay, but he's not what he used to be. No. And Tang is not what he used to be. No, and they're still great players, but obviously they're not enough to hold a team anymore, you know, and they need support. And you can't afford that support when you're paying all your money towards those players. Um, I just I mean, kind of want to take a look at them on cap. Well, they're not honestly; they're not even being paid that much, but it does add up. You know what I mean? I just want to look at the roster, you know. And if they're, but yeah, but if they're and also if they're doing decent, they're not going to get a decent draft pick either. It's going to be mid. No, no, they're going to be middling forever. I, I don't even know who their top prospect is. I mean, <laughs> and some of these contracts suck. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. They 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 like to do that. I think it's just. To hold the team together it's like the capitals right like how we say they want ovi to get his uh his record so they just you know keep trying to build the team I, aren't they doing pretty well though the penguins no the capitals uh no. no no they're they're like uh second last in their division oh well okay 
Yeah, see, it's the same situation then. They're both trying to oh, hold. But worse, worse. Yeah, they don't have they don't have Melkin in, in Latang, right? But the the capitals uh, suck. Like, <laughs> just I I don't know another way to put it. Like, well, I mean, I've been, I've been saying it for what two years now. That team's a corpse. Well, yeah, because until until Vetch's gone, and then you can rebuild. I mean, they have some. I think they have a better prospect pool than Pittsburgh does. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. I got like, like LaPerrier, Connor McMichael yeah. and, and um, um, oh, that kid they just got this draft. Um, <coughs> Leonard. Oh, yeah. He's supposed to be pretty good, actually. Yeah. Like they're pro- they have some prospects. Like I couldn't even tell you a Penguins prospect. Okay. Braden, Braden Yeager is a decent prospect. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's it, though, right? Owen Pickering, maybe, but he's still not like a top two defenseman. He would be like a top four. Owen Pickering. Yeah. Uh, he's, I mean, he, those two he, guys are good. Yeah. I mean, besides that, I mean, don't really... Samuel Poulin, he's, he's been okay. I mean, not really. I'm, I'm, I'm scrolling through this list and there's not really much... Wow. I mean, yeah, they need to do some work. For sure. Like, do you see a scenario where Crosby... I'm, I mean, his deal expires next season. Oh, does it? It does. I don't know. Eight point seven million next he, next year. Yeah, he, he might retire. No, no way. I don't know. He. I'm pretty sure I heard him say in an interview one time that like after his three years are up, but he's done. But no way. I don't know. I don't know. I, I hope not. Hope Crosby plays a lot longer, but maybe you know he's had three head and three concussions, right? Like true. He may want to just retire early, just because it might be safe for him. To do that, I don't know. But at this know. point, at this point, you they kinda... might need a rebuild, man. Be- like, like we said, like Crosby, still elite, still one of the best players in the league. Yeah. Um, but Malkin falling off. I just want to see Malkin's stats stats for this year. Looks like Pittsburgh I mean, also 40, has 40 a uh, has a a prospect goaltender, Joel Blumquist. That seems pretty. Yeah, decent. I've heard of him. Malkin's got 40 points in 46 games, but I mean, like, it's mm. obviously not what he was, right? And no. Latang is definitely slowing down. Yeah. The problem is, dude, is they have so much money tied up. Like, Latang is signed until 2027, 20, 28. That, oh, my God, he'll be, like, 42. I know. See, I just don't see them staying that long, really. I don't think... I think they'll be... Tra- uh, um, not traded. Just They'll just retire if they feel like they're done. That I feel like that just covers him until he feels like, whenever you're done, you can leave. You know what I mean? We'll just say it's another whatever years. So, but imagine I, the haul you could get for Sidney Crosby. Like imagine next year, like it, it's not going well, which I could predict it not being good. Like you have Sidney Crosby at eight point seven million dollars. You retain half of that. You could get Sidney Crosby for four point three million dollars. Who would you even trade Crosby for? Oh, well, that's a question, right? It, it would have to be to a contending team for a couple A tier prospects. And no, yeah, a first. Yeah, because I, I mean, like thirty six year old Crosby isn't worth like you know that much, an absolute but, shit ton. But no. like, obviously, like it but would it's be Sydney Crosby. Trade, though. It's it would be Crosby. a huge trade. Yeah, this is not like trading for like I mean, not to deep, like just not to. The Say name Gret- alone is 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 worth exactly like Gretzky. Gretzky was traded traded near the end of his career, and he he honestly like 
Well, that it was the was, name that wasn't even the middle of his career. Honestly, yeah, he, he got traded a few times, but yeah. But like in 1999 in and on the Rangers, like I feel like he probably wasn't as good then. Um, he probably was slowing down and he retired early. Look, yeah. it's, uh, oh, when he was tra- when he was traded from Edmonton to L.A., he was in his prime. The, no, the yeah. reason why he was traded and for like nothing mm-hmm. that great was because him and the owner didn't get along like the owner didn't want to pay him. Peter Pocklington, yeah. I think his name and was. And there was no cap restrictions it, then. Yeah, well, it was literally like Gretzky was asking for basically whatever he wanted. And and the mm. owner was like, oh, I'll trade you. It's like, what? The? So, I don't know. Yeah. I heard some pretty interesting stories about it. Like, apparently, well, apparently Gretzky overheard the owner say some shit. Well, he apparently he's like, I can pull the plug on this. He's like, no, no, no it's too late. He said that yeah, at the press conference. Yeah, didn't want to be there. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, um, no, no, I okay. got to go, but... Um, Speaking of big trades. Yeah, I mean, we can get into it. Elias Lindholm gets traded to the Calgary Flames. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> gets traded from the Calgary Flames to the Vancouver Canucks for Andre Kuzmenko. Um, pretty sure it was a first round pick and a third round pick, was it? Wait, pretty what? sure. That, uh, the Lindholm trade. Kuzmenko. Yes. A first and a second. And a second or a third? N- no. Kuzmenko. Mm-hmm. A first, Hunter Brustovitz, mm, yeah, there was fourth, another player, and is, Yanni Yermo, who will never make the NHL. Who are those two guys? Yeah, and you would know them because you're a so, Canucks guy. Okay, so so do you? Okay, so Hunter Brustovitz is mm-hmm. a defender in the OHL who is like leading the OHL in points. Really, we drafted him in the third round last year. He is a D plus one player. He's a right-handed defenseman. Um, he, do you remember when we were talking about the American World Juniors and I said that the U.S. Uh, blacklisted players who left their development, yeah, like yeah. left the, the U.S. That. feeder system? That's the guy who I was talking about. Hunter Brustovitz didn't get, get an invite to the World Junior Camp, and the, the theory is is because he decided to play in the OHL. That's crazy. So he's so, a good player. Well... It, well, he hasn't I mean, like, proved it yet. He hasn't proved it yet, but he will. When he was like, on the Canucks, he when he was on the Canucks, I would have told you, yeah, man, absolutely. This guy's going to be the next Adam Fox. I would have said that to you. Yeah. But, you know, now because he doesn't play on for the, the Canucks flames. anymore. Yeah. Now that he doesn't play for the Canucks anymore, I'll tell you that um, there's concern that maybe his success won't be replicated in the NHL. There's concern that maybe he's feeding off of his line mates because he plays with two very good players. I forget who they are, but mm-hmm. um and and he's also kind of a redundant piece for Vancouver. He's like a power play quarterback. Yeah, uh, we have Quinn Hughes. So and a young Quinn Hughes, right? So like he, he doesn't fit really that well, well into Vancouver. Well, and I'll Oh, oh, you're saying Kuzmenko. No, I'm saying Bruce. Lindholm. Oh, I thought you said okay, I was like, man, Lindholm or I was like, how are they are you comparing it to Quinn Hughes right now? I was like, what? No, Bruce Tivitz. Yeah, okay, that makes that, that makes yeah, the, yeah. Because that's that's the piece that kind of hurt people the most is because he had a ton of hype and he was appearing to be an absolutely massive steal. So yep. now in my Canuck head, I'm trying to justify it by saying all of these negative things. In reality, mm. there's a very good chance he turns out to be a really good player. But well, I mean, yeah, if he's leading, home, you said he's leading the OHL in defensive points, like defenseman. I believe, I believe he might be. Hold on, OHL or or up there at least. Leaders. No, no, no. He, he might literally be first in the OHL. Shit. No, he's not. He's seventh now. Um, He's tied for first in defensive points. But for a while there, earlier in the year, he was the leader overall in the OHL. 
Mm, I got gotcha. you. Okay. Well, like, I guess that w- I mean, I guess the value did go back then a little bit for Lindholm. Oh, he's a big piece. Yeah, yeah. he's a, he's a he's a gen genuinely good prospect. What about Yermo? Yermo is that how you say his name or Germo? Yeah, Yanni Yermo was drafted in what like the third round a few years mm-hmm. ago. He will he's he probably doesn't have the skill set to play in the NHL. He's okay. He's more of like a contract dump. He's like a contract dump. I don't think he'll ever play in the NHL. I got you. Okay. And then I I mean the first round pick is it this year's first round pick too? Yes. So it's not going to even be that great of a first round pick. It shouldn't be. I mean, ideally it's the 32nd overall, but uh, it should it shouldn't be. Um <laughs> And then with Kuzmenko, uh, I, I first I did it. So I was like, "Wait, what is he talking about?" Oh, I see. Um, uh, and then with Kuzmenko, man, like you know, really likable guy, big fan of him. Um, had a great rookie year, but he just wasn't fitting into Tockett's system, and it wasn't mm. ever going to work. Like in, and it's also a cap dump for Vancouver. It alleviates cap because Elias Lindholm is an expiring UFA, and Kuzmenko is uh, still signed for next season at five point five million. So. so- do you think Kuzmenko and, and and Calgary make sense? Yeah, I, like I think Kuzmenko has a really good skill set. I just don't think he was like fitting into Vancouver's like scheme, and for whatever reason, he wasn't really producing. But I think maybe he goes to Calgary and plays with Huberdo and Sharon Govich, and yeah, maybe that, that looks opens like, up some ice for him, right? So I'm looking at a thing that's saying that looks like the top line right now is them. Three. Yeah. So, so you know. Maybe Calgary's coaching uh, system, you know, complements a player like Kuzmenko because Kuzmenko mm-hmm. w- was really good under Boudreaux, who is more of like a free flowing yeah. coach. Yep, um, seventy four points in eighty one game played. Yeah, and he, the, yeah, now Tocket this year is not that. Yeah, this year is twenty one points in forty three games played. So yeah, I I definitely think Kuzmenko could be like you know a bona fide thirty goal scoring guy. Just, yeah. I think he just needs the right systems. And it's hard to remember that he's twenty eight years old and not younger. You know what yeah, I mean? He over late. Yeah. yeah, I don't think we would have traded him if he was younger. No, he would have. He would have way more value. Holy crap! Yeah, but uh, did I mean, you hear? So Lindholm is pretty sorry. good value. Lindholm is pretty good value. I think Lindholm's a very Lindholm is underrated hype. player. Yeah, I'm so excited for Lindholm. Uh, he fits Vancouver versatile. pretty well. He fits. Yeah, you he's know probably what I mean? gonna play with Patterson. That's pretty good. To he's gonna put up some points then for sure. Dude, think of our think of Vancouver center core now. You know, you have Miller, Pedersen, Lindholm, Bluger. Yeah, Men, but think. but they're probably going to play Lindholm on the wing or Pedersen on the wing because they're going to play them together. So, is there anything else they need to get at the deadline, or do you think they're done? Well, the funny thing was, dude, was uh, apparently when the Elias Lindholm trade was happening, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Tanev, Calgary Flame, former Canuck. <laughs> Yeah. Was apparently trying to get himself on the trade. That's hilarious. He like the the memes were so funny, man. Like Tanev just banging on Conroy's door. Let <laughs> me in. Let me in. Like, just, let me, yeah, let me back. Let me just take me back, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I, I didn't work out though. I guess that Calgary wanted more. And well, was like, I feel we like want, like another. I feel like Tanev's like just crazy contract for his age a little bit. You know what I mean? I don't even know what his contract is. is hey, it's, a few, it's a few million, a few million, still few right. Million. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's four mil. Four mil. He's expiring this year. Four point five million. Mm. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I I like Chris Tanev. I would take him back for this year for sure. 
Oh yeah, he's not a bad player. He's a, he's a defensive defenseman. He doesn't put up points, but he's he's very serviceable. Um, in his prime, he was probably one of the best defensive defensemen in the league. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, a lot of guys are like that, right? Yeah, but like he um, was like Slavin. Slavin is yeah. now. Yeah, Slavin. I love Slavin. He's very underrated. We need to make a video about Jacob Slavin because I think he needs to have more appreciation. Um, but yeah, Lindholm on Vancouver is mm-hmm. going to be sick. Very excited for that. Sean play Monahan gets traded to the Winnipeg Jets for it was a first round pick. Did he get put? It was just picks that he got traded yeah. for, wasn't it? It was a first, yeah. yeah. Yeah, really good GM GMing by by Hughes in Montreal. Oh, I think it was a first. I think they and a fifth. I think it was a fifth as well that they got on top of. Well, it, it was funny. Calgary paid Montreal a first mm-hmm. round pick to take Monahan's contract. Yep, and then he and then and he then, got a first round pick and a fifth round pick for him. Literally, so the, Sean Monahan got them two first round picks. Wow, what a GM there! That's hilarious. What a GM! I know. Mark Bergevin, who? Dude, Monahan <laughs> is a is a has always been a good player. He just needs to stay healthy. Yeah, for sure. And that's a lot of guys' problems, right? It, it, there could be a lot of great players, but they they just can't stay healthy all the time. Um, but yeah. yeah. But that was a great trade for Winnipeg. I mean, uh, it's just complimenting their success they already have this season. Uh, they're, they're, they're pretty good. I, I, could, I could see them also contending for the Cup as well. Um, definitely be a pain in the ass for the Canucks too. So, I mean... I mean, it, does this kind of feel like the year a Canadian team could win the Cup? It does. And it feels so nice to see these Canadian teams at the top. But it also feels so weird seeing them at the top. You Edmonton's know what I mean? on a 16-game win streak. Yeah, what the hell happened? We were literally like talking. It. We were literally talking about them losing how many games, and then they just start going on a tear. I mean, McDavid. They just must woke have listened up. to the podcast because because we we were like we were like yeah. I mean they they can't go on another losing streak or they're they're pretty much out. It's like okay, yeah. we'll yeah, just the, not lose again. No, they're like no no. The fourth liners podcast said, man, this is what we need to do, and we're gonna Dude, do. They it. said and we can't worked. lose again. They yeah. said we can't lose again. It was that easy. Yeah, was, <laughs> I don't know, man. That's an unreal streak. And like yeah. I, you know, I, I never want to come across as biased in in our podcast, but you know, as a Canucks fan, I don't love I don't love seeing Edmonton on a sixteen game win streak. Like, I don't either, shit, dude. They're playing so good. I hate that. I hate that too. But I mean, honestly, you got to give credit what it's due because uh, didn't they break? Aren't they second for the most long? Uh, most long? Did they break it? Or did are they uh, tied for second? I believe they. Do they tie the record tonight? They're playing tonight, right, against Vegas? Has it stopped or no? Since the All Star game, is that why? What do you mean? Like, have they beat this? I know they got sixteen games, but I haven't seen anything about like seventeen games. They're at sixteen games. They're at sixteen games. Okay, so if they win tonight, if they play tonight, they're at. Do they play tonight? I, I know their question. next game is Vegas, and then the game after that is Anaheim. So if they can beat Vegas, and then they, they'll play Anaheim, and they'll have a very good chance at setting the new record. Uh, only two teams played tonight. It's uh, Avalanche versus Rangers and Islanders versus Leafs. So they play probably tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow. Yeah, they play the Vegas Golden Knights. So they, I mean, they yes. could extend so it to 17 to tie games. It. Well, that's that's it. to tie okay. the record. Wow. And then beating Anaheim would give them the record. Wow, okay. Uh, Anaheim's yeah. a good a good team to probably get that clinch, but they got to be Vegas. They got to be yeah. 
Yeah, they got to beat Vegas. Good luck. Man, man. well, I mean, they have pretty similar records. I mean, they have, Oilers have a better record than the, the, the Golden Knights, actually. Um, Golden Knights are kind of falling off. They are. I mean, they're 29-15-6, and, um, and, and then the Oilers are 29-15-1. and one. So it looks like they're they're losing a little more in overtime. So um, I don't know. We, you can only see how long Vegas will last for just adding a bunch of players um, instead of prospects. But um, another signing I wanted to point out here, which I think we probably didn't see this guy being that great, um, Owen Tippett. <coughs> Signs an eight-year yeah. deal with the annual value of six point two million dollars. Pretty, That's pretty good contract. contract. That's I, a big contract. <clears throat> I think it's good. I mean, he he's kind of coming like to be that top player on that team. And I mean, I know there's Konechny. I know there's uh, who else is there? Uh, Sean Couturier and a bunch of those other guys, right? Uh, Fairby. But I think Owen Tippett has definitely come here unexpectedly doing well. You know what I mean? Like he was part of that Claude Giroux trade. I honestly thought, oh, they could have got a little bit more, but I think Tippett's putting up great numbers for what they got. You know what I mean? And 30 it, points in 46 games. Yeah. Florida doesn't even have Drew anymore. So I think, you know, at the end of the day, Tippett's looking a lot better than Drew. You know, he's on Ottawa. That's on a losing team. I mean, well, I mean, Philadelphia is having Giroux a great is still season. Sick. He is. To be I'm fair, not, Giroux yeah. is still sick. He is. He he is. Pretty, I mean, I, Drew's a, a Hall of Famer. Definitely is. I think so. I mean, it sucks for Florida, right? They trade away uh, uh, Tippett yeah. and then they lose Giroux, right? Drew, but yeah. I mean, that's the risk you take, but, right? Yeah, but, but Tippett Tippett plays a Philly style of game, man. Like he's like I don't know mm-hmm. if you ever look at him in fantasy hockey, but he he's always got crazy good peripherals, hits, shots. Like he's a very physical player. And I bet Tortorella um, loves that. Yeah, and it was something about him I didn't really know. I didn't really know how physical of a player he was until I saw those stat lines. Well, is he a big guy? uh, I think he's a. I think he's he's a built guy. Like he's he's six one two ten. Yeah, yeah. So that's a that's a Philadelphia flyer right there, if you ask me. Yeah, he's Um, a good role player, man. Like that. Like that's a good top six player. He'll never like smash you know the score sheet, but apparently he's he's returning to to Florida. He's returning to Florida. I don't know if it's tomorrow or not, but. He'll be returning there. I mean, I always think it's cool when players return to their city, their old ta- their old team, because I just want to see the reaction of the fans and and the player. So yeah, but um, I mean, who do you, who do you th- who do you compare him to in the league? Big guy Kirby, smashes Kirby Doc score. Kirby Doc. I don't know. Well, Tippett's a winger, right? Yeah, Doc can be a winger too. Or is is. Yeah, Tippett's a right wing. Yeah, Tippett's right wing. I think Doc can be a center right wing. Um, I don't know. Owen Tippett. Who is, he's pretty – you know what? Like he can snipe it too. That's the thing. That's He's pretty unique. Who's a who's more of like a kinda powerful – Kind of reminds, reminds me of Laugh a little bit. Lafreniere? They play kind of similar. They, kinda, they, they play kind of similar, right? Because Lafreniere is yeah, a pretty you're right. physical player now too. I, I can see that. Yeah, because they're not small. I mean they're shorter, but like they're – not short, but you know what I mean? Like, but they're big, they're built and yeah. built, built guys are hard to knock over. So Maybe it's I mean, they yeah. kind of look the same. Laugh yeah. has red hair, right? Kind of. I think so. I don't know. Somewhat. I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about, but Owen Anyways. Tippett, uh, I mean, he has 30 points right now. Not bad. 
for what he is. And I mean, he, he's making he's making bank. So good for him. Um, it's obviously important to that team. No, he is. Uh, it, it's clear to them now that he is important to that team. Just trying to think. What what else is there to talk about? Is there some things you wanted to? Did mention? we have something else lined up? Did there we was have anything else. I thought, definitely, I thought man. There was definitely something lined up. I I can't blanking right now. I think it. Dude, I'm uh, to remember. We talked I about the it, World I said Juniors. At the beginning. What? We talked about the World Juniors. That was obviously what's going on right now. We talked about the trades going on. We talked about the signings. Um, not sure. There has been sixteen game winning streak. Maybe we did talk about everything. I think we might have. That's, yeah. that's pretty good timing. Honestly, the time I think we haven't done a podcast in a while that I'm not used to talking for fifty three minutes straight. Like I mean, it felt really good because it just kind of flew by. You know what yeah, I mean? Dude. Yeah. Maybe Absolutely. we did talk about everything. Hey, it's kind of crazy that we just did that. That normally doesn't happen. Normally no. we know when we're yeah. done, but yeah. I I wanted to was there dude. There's probably the so much we want to talk about, but I feel like maybe we can do another pod then. Um just because I feel there 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 has been a lot happening. We definitely missed a lot. Oh the the Four Nations tournament, is that what you're thinking of? Did we talk about that? We we briefly mentioned it. Briefly mentioned it? I don't know. Yeah, it's they're cool. doing that instead of the All Star game. Well, yeah, it's it's gonna be hosted in Boston and Montreal, so yeah. and it's it's gonna be uh, Finland, Sweden, Canada, and U.S. So those are some pretty cool teams to see. Um, it sucks though because you I, don't like, see the other. I would like to be able to see yeah. you know other European countries participate, like Dry Saddle for Germany, like, like um, having like an like a Europe team like they did before. Would be I'd cool. like that too, and I I don't know why they're not gonna do that again. So but, what? We don't get to see any of the Swiss players, no German players. No. Um, I mean, in the Olympics. You know, yeah, we'll see them in the Olympics, but. But like, is there? I like, feel like they should be represented. Maybe that's what. Maybe there's. This is like kind of a test run because they never really done like an in-season tournament before. It's like the first time, so maybe it's yeah. kind of like let's just let's stick to four teams first, and then let, maybe we can expand on that. Maybe that's how they're gonna go about it. But that's I mean, that'd be, be cool. crazy though, dude. Because because. It's like you have the All-Star weekend now, right? And like even though players go to the All-Star game, they still rest. Like they take it easy, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. There's no shot. There's no shot these guys put on their nation's colors and take it easy. No. I mean I it's I think be grueling. Well, you saw the World Cup of Hockey, right? They were they were trying. They were trying yeah, the, there. They it was will huge. take it seriously. It was so huge, to have too. a mid-season tournament that has no impact on the standings. Yes. You know, that is going to be really tough on a lot of star players because, like I said, you can get called to the All-Star game and half-ass it. Like, mm-hmm. nobody's going to really bat an eye at it. But you can get injured Kucherov. here. But, but here, here, it's... I think they're willing I, to sacrifice it a little more. Well, dude, like, it's an in-season tournament and you're wearing your nation's colors. Like, yeah, there's no I, way these guys will half-ass it. I think I think that's the idea of it too. I think they maybe thought, okay, if we're doing an in-season tournament with just the normal teams, they might not be as interested of doing that because you know what's the point? That I think having that little in-season tournament and that trophy it doesn't mix with hockey because I think I. But when you put the international play in it, it makes sense. You know what I mean? But if it was just normal, yeah. it doesn't. Because the yeah. Stanley Cup is that grand prize. You're just that's all you want. I don't want two trophies. 
I don't want to. Right. Because obviously the Stanley Cup is going to be the be- the one that's favored every time. It is. And I, I think they know that. So the, the Nations thing that they're doing is really smart. And Boston and Montreal, exciting cities to watch it in. I'm just Great saying things. it's going to it's going to be grueling because this is this will not be a break. No, no. I this mean, this will not I, be a break. Was it? I mean, I remember players getting hurt at the last one, you know, and but oh, I, yeah. I just remember Marchand and Crosby hurt. playing together. That was amazing. Yeah. So, but um, I mean, sketchy stuff. OK, I'm, I mean, do you want to end off at like some trivia here? Sure. Give me some trivia. All right. Who is the leading point? Uh, sorry, leading penalty minute guy in the NHL of all time. Of all time, I feel like I've heard this before, but I have no idea. Um, Donald Brashear. Donald Brashear. No, Mar- Mar- Marty McSorley. I'm going to go with Marty McSorley. Is that your final answer? Final answer. <laughs> You're close. You're close. He's number four. You want to try again? Fuck. Uh, give me what era did he play in? <laughs> Good question. Uh, okay, I'll I'll give you this. Think of an animal. An animal. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I give up. A, a cat like animal. Cat like animal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Think about it. It's fierce. To brink it. No, no, no. Uh Tiger <laughs> Williams, 3,971 oh. 3, penalty minutes. I should have known that, man. God you, know damn. Who, you know who's number two? Dale Hunter. Who? Dale Hunter. And then Ty Domi's number three. And then Martin Martin McSworley is uh number four. Damn. There's, there's more. There, then Bob Probert is number five. Rob Ray. Craig Berube is number seven. Nice. Tim Hunter. Is that Dale Hunter's brother? I don't know. Uh, maybe. But he's number eight. And then Chris Nyland is number nine. Hey, Rick Talkett's number 10. So there you go. Rick. <laughs> so, I mean, that's what I, you know, it, it, sometimes you forget about those stats. You just don't look at them, eh? But, uh, I've heard that stat before. I just could not remember. That's the thing. You don't remember the name of it. Like, you know, like, oh, f- who was that? Yeah. But yeah. Tiger Williams, I'm pretty sure played on the Canucks. I don't, I have to double check that. No, he did. He did. He did. Tiger Williams yeah, played on did. the Canucks and the Leafs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He you played. question he, or is that it? He played in the V. He played in the V era. Oh, the 80s. Yeah. I, I think we'll just do one for now. I might come up for more, uh, more uh, next podcast just because, uh, um, I think uh, I can come up with some good ones for you, and uh, sure. not so, it's not so, some that are not so generic. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. All right, I think that's a cool one to end off with. Um, well, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Uh, it was long, long awaited. Uh, there's probably more we do have to talk about. I just really don't remember. Um, there's nice so episode. yeah, there's so much going on. So uh, we've been talking for an hour anyway. So we definitely talked about it a lot. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, we are now listened to officially in 10 different countries. Add Brazil to the list. It's not crazy, Bryce. Who in Brazil is listening to us? <laughs> I don't know, man. Big fan. <laughs> yeah. yeah we, we love it, man. Just keep, uh, whoever you are, keep listening. We, 
We appreciate your support. Um, it's pretty amazing to see this. And we, we have like 400 streams in Canada, which is awesome too. On Spotify. Cool. On Spotify. I'm not sure about Apple Podcasts, but I know Spotify. And then on our Podbean or whatever we release the podcast on has about like a thousand downloads. So thank you again. I mean, it's pretty nice to see. And then I'm also starting to try to be more consistent on Twitter and TikTok. So that'll all be linked below and in Instagram as well. I put a lot more polls now because I feel like uh, it's fun to do polls, just like these quizzes at the end. So feel free to go on our Instagram. It'll be linked below to do some polls. Um, I'll definitely have some up there maybe tonight, next night, probably every day. So um Definitely check us out there. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Everything, like I said, is linked below. And, um, you know, exciting times in hockey. Also some tough times, but, uh, you know, we'll we'll offer our opinion on it. And I think that's from all from me, Bryce. How about you? Yeah, you know, things uh, things happen in, in life. And, you know, you just have to, to deal with it. So... You know, it'll be interesting to see how everything plays out there. But yes, yeah, uh, la vie. You know, I appreciate. Pardon me. C'est la vie. Oh yeah, it's. That's, but that's yeah, life. I appreciate everybody for listening, man. Um, you know, like Jake said, make sure you follow us on the socials. He does a great job at running them. Uh, made some great TikToks lately, and yeah, I'm I have one. I have to, one uh, lined up for tonight, right after this podcast. Sick. So stay tuned. I'm, I'm. You know, we're just gonna continue grinding, and you know, looking forward to the playoffs this year. It's gonna be a really sick playoffs, I think. So wide open season, honestly. So I, yeah, that's it for me. Oh, also, uh, I'm going to a PWHL game, so stay tuned for that. I'm gonna record some content, kind of like a mini vlog, um, and post it to the TikTok and everything too. So I'll be sick, man. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you know how it goes, right. and I think this is a great pod. Yeah, great pod. All right, we'll see you guys in the next episode. C'est la vie.